right, guys, welcome back to the Speed Junkies podcast. We are solo today. Partner here is at work, so we're going to do this by our own, but that's all right. Thanks for tuning in. So let's get right into it. Um, round 10 in Detroit, Monster Energy Supercross. What an eventful round. And um, as you heard in the last episode, we're coming off of an awesome, awesome race in Indianapolis, which I enjoyed very much. I mean, to see my guy, Kenny, on the Suzuki win again, I mean, it's been about a year since he's won. So, I mean, I could not have had a better weekend. I could not have had a better outcome there. Um, really happy. But let's get right into 250 Heat 1. Uh, we have Deegan. Jordan Smith, all the star guys, uh, J-Mart right there on them, the whole moto. Um, Hayden Deegan was out to an insane start. Um, we love to see it. You know, this kid is something else. Uh, I remember watching him back at uh, Loretta Lynn's national qualifier um, when he was just on a mini. And, you, I mean, it was it was pretty clear then that that kid was going to be something special. Um and yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to see him doing his thing. Um, his whole family is just awesome. I mean, you got Haley with NASCAR, Brian, Metal Militia, King of FMX, Gnarly Times, um, Krusty Demons, all of that. Beautiful. But this was an intense race. We had, I believe, something crazy. I believe that the, this track layout was actually the same as the star racing Yamaha practice track is what I heard somewhere. I'm not hundred percent sure. I haven't actually seen the practice track, but if that's the case, I don't know how that happens because that's obviously an unfair playing field. But, uh, anyway, so we had Deegan and Jordan Smith, um, with some controversy here. In heat one, Deegan was out front. Smith was coming back to battle a little bit, and they started to get into it. And you could hear Ricky. He was like, they need to stop playing cat and mouse. Oh, it's just two teammates, you know, having a good time, which is what it looked like until Smith went down as a result of Deegan, which I am here for. I think it was great. I think Deegan needs to stick up for himself. I think he kind of gets a little bit pushed around um, by those guys. And that's just not cool. So, you know, Smith is a bit of a veteran of the sport and um, Deegan's the rookie. So you could see how there is a little bit of beef there. But yeah, I mean, they went back and forth. Smith ultimately went down. Um, Deegan stayed up. Martin got passed. Insane. Um, and Smith goes down again pretty hard and he does not qualify in heat one. So he's sent to the LCQ, which is not normal to see a star, uh, a star Yamaha in the LCQ, right? I mean, all those guys are always up front. Um, J Mart, also a veteran in the sport, uh, looking great. Deegan was about two seconds behind. I think the majority after he got past when they went down, um, yeah, Smith down hard, um, Smith, I mean, when he was on the gas blitzing through the whoops, and uh, just gave her a little too much sauce and blew over that berm. So, yeah, results at the line. We got Justin Martin in first, Brian, Brian, <laughs> Hayden Deegan in second, and um, and so on. So we got 250 Heat 2 with Hunter Lawrence, Nate Thrasher, Max Ancy, all those guys. Um, 
Hunter Lawrence, obviously he's not racing his brother right now because they race on opposite coasts. So, um, it's, it's, I mean, but those guys are dominant on either coast. It doesn't matter who's racing. It's like that dude's going to be up front. If not on the top box, he's going to be on a box. Um, and I mean, Hunter's had a, a damn near perfect supercross season so far. I think he's been on the podium, uh, five out of six times and in first most, most of them. Um, but yeah, he kind of, he gets up front early in the moto thrasher actually won that he came back and got him but you know it's just it's it's a heat race so he doesn't want to push it too hard um all that matters is getting in the main event it's not like those guys have a problem with that um but love to see hunter up front obviously i mean how could you not root for the the aussie boys i mean they just they're really great guys really even better riders so love to see it 450 heat two we got Jason Anderson in there. Looks like Barsha. Um, Bam Bam. I don't know if you know how I feel about him, but I'm not a fan. Adam Cianciarillo, um, Webb is in here. So we got Anderson, Barsha, Cianciarillo, and Webb in that order. Um, and I love Jason Anderson. I think he's one of the few dudes left in the sport who really has that I don't give a crap attitude. And kind of that old school, that old school vibe. He's not so corporate and he's, he's also got a lot of style, which as a C-class hero, like myself, um, style is everything, <laughs> you know, look good, go good, I guess. Look pro, go slow, whatever you want to call it. That's me. Obviously that's not Anderson. Anderson is insane. 450 heat two. We got Shane McElrath, Ken Roxon, my guy on the Suzuki. Sexton, Tomac, Plessinger, Craig, all those guys. So a really stacked um, heat race. So overall, though, we got Roxon out front early. AP is right there. Sexton is right there. I mean, what do you expect? Those, those guys are top dogs. Aaron Plessinger, let me talk about him for a second. Local boy, as local as it gets. His his dad actually owns a track out in um, – New Vienna, Ohio. It's called East Fork MX. It's one of my favorite tracks and it's the most attainable for me to get to. Um, it's about an hour and a half away from me in Cincinnati. So um, I'm always up there ripping and having a good time. Great facility. His dad, Scott, great guy. He owns the track. He runs it and everything. Um, and he, he really takes care of everybody up there. So results at the line. We got Chase Sexton in first, of course. Aaron Plessinger, um, in second place, which I know it's just a heat race, but for Aaron, that's great. I mean, he's, he's getting more comfortable. Um, he's been in the 450 class for a while and been struggling a little bit. And by struggling, I mean, he just hasn't been like podium and running up front, but I mean, the class is pretty stacked right now. So it's very, very difficult to be on the podium. I mean, talking about being the best in the world, you know, um, but Tomac actually was fourth in heat two, which is a little bit surprising. But, you know, in Indianapolis, he had a rough, a rough ride. Um, and it later came out that he said he woke up with a, a strained neck and um, that that was bothering him. And so he I think he finished like eighth or ninth. I can't remember. Um, regardless, maybe not, maybe not that far back, but he was pretty far back and it really hurt his, uh, his championship run, even though he's still in second place for the championship right now. 
um, behind Chase Sexton. And we also got Christian Craig coming in fifth there. 250 last chance qualifier. Let's get into it. Who do we all have in here? Jordan Smith, who we talked about. Um, he was running 16th. Oof. He had a horrible start. Um, just keeps getting his bike died in some corner. He couldn't get it going. Just having a horrible time. Um, at the end of this LCQ, he was getting into it with chambers and chambers. Beautiful, beautiful final corner. Um, Smith should have checked up and taken the inside, but chambers fooled him a little bit, brought it into out and, uh, got into him a little bit and Smith goes down again. So that means star racing Yamaha, not in the main event, which is pretty crazy to see. I, I mean, I don't see that very often. I, I could be wrong. It could happen more than I think. I mean, obviously it only happens from kind of bad luck. Like those guys are obviously good enough to get into every main event. I'm sure Smith is not very happy with this weekend. He's probably a little frustrated with Deegan, which I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, I saw the video of smith and deegan uh training and he was saying like i'll take him out if i have to to deegan like about deegan and so if i had to guess there's probably a little bit of like drama in the camp and um i'm glad deegan you know did what he has to do to win i don't care if it's a heat race we need to see that in the sport Drama's good in my opinion aggressive riding is good when it's called for and in that case i think it was called for because they were kind of going back and forth and, um, you know, not bam, bam, just running into people and taking them down like that. But it, I mean, if you watched what happened, it was kind of just a cross up. So I don't think it was really that big of a deal. I think Smith did not ride good at all this weekend. I mean, he was off the track so many times, which is kind of unacceptable for a star racing Yamaha guy. Um, but anyway, 450 last chance qualifier, uh, Josh Hill, that's my guy. Um, he did pretty good. We got Logan Carnow, a couple other guys, not really any big names here. I mean, Josh Hill's a big name, but he's not a, he's not a top dog at all. Um, there was a red flag called during this LCQ. So you never like to see that. That means somebody's down pretty hard. And the results at the line were Mark Wire. I don't forgive me if I am pronouncing that wrong. Chisholm, Starling and Josh Hill in the transfer spots to the main event. Logan Carr now just gets cut in fifth place. Only the top four guys make it. So there's that. Great ride, Josh Hill. Love to see him out there. Let's get into it. 250 main event. And we, of course, got Hunter Lawrence on the whole shot and Deegan right at the heels. Overall, Hunter gets out front like he does. Uh, J-Mart right there too. So it's actually running... Hunter, Justin Martin, and Hayden Deegan, top three. And yeah, Hunter Lawrence had a pretty big lead, four seconds, which is pretty big. I mean, it's not it's not crazy, but it's pretty big. Um, Justin Martin in second, Nate Thrasher in third, so he got around Deegan. And we got a little bit of contact between Deegan and Justin Martin, but Deegan makes his way around into third place, and the crowd just goes absolutely wild. This rookie season is is pretty damn good for Deegan. Only 17 years old, so... It's pretty crazy. Hunter Lawrence stretches that lead out to about seven seconds before he takes the win. And Nate Thrasher got second. Great ride by Nate. And Deegan in third. So another podium for Deegan, which is huge. 
anytime he's on the box rookie season is insane like that is not easy to do um this track did not look too brutal looked pretty safe so 450 main event looks like we got adam Cirillo with the whole shot in the early lead so we got aaron plessinger out front and i believe he has only led a total of about seven laps i think i heard in his 450 career looks like he's going to get a lot more of that in uh this 450 main event webb was following in second Cirillo was in third till tomac got around um barsha eventually also got around Cirillo. Sexton eventually got around Cianciarillo. Roxon was running seventh. Um, Anderson got around him, pushed him back to eighth. Uh, Christian Craig was in ninth. And Justin Hill was in tenth, which is actually pretty good. Um, Aaron Plessinger had a huge lead, almost eight seconds at some point. Um, eventually, Barsha was in second. Webb was in fourth. Oh, yeah, Webb was in fourth. Chase Sexton makes his way up to second past Barsha. Um, so about halfway through the moto, we were at Plessinger, Sexton, Webb, Tomac, Barsha, Roxon, and Craig. And then heartbreak of the century. I listened to him post-race. He sounded absolutely gutted as anybody would be yet to win a 450 event. Um, he, and it, it looked like I mean, it was chalked up a dub. It was like almost a guaranteed dub. You heard Ricky Carmichael voicing over saying, oh, I can't wait to hear him on the podium. I'm sure it's going to be crazy. And with two laps to go, he stood up in this corner rut that was super deep, and he had been sitting in it every other lap, and he was fine. He decided this lap to stand up. His foot grabbed the dirt, ripped him off the bike, flying through the air. He went down pretty hard. Thankfully, he looked uninjured. He got up. The bike was smoking, and the rest is history. I mean, Honestly, the biggest heartbreak that we've seen in Supercross in a long time. I mean, Aaron Plessinger is one of the few guys that is truly, truly likable. Um, there's not, nobody that doesn't like Plessinger. I mean, he gives you no reason. So he fell back to about seventh place, 35 seconds behind. Sexton with the win, which is going to be interesting for the championship, except one big problem. So we got Chase Sexton in first place, Cooper Webb in second, Tomac in third, and Barsha in fourth. So let's talk about this for a second. There was a red cross flag out on the track. And if you don't know, on the red cross flag, it's a serious medical emergency. Um, and there's no jumping. You cannot, your tires cannot leave the ground. And Sexton... Had a little lapse of judgment, maybe just heated the moment type of thing. You know, that stuff happens. I can't imagine what, you know, is going through their heads, especially after a long, long moto. Um, he jumps and it later comes out that he is actually docked seven points in the championship run, which is huge. And I heard a lot of backlash for this on social media. People are like, this has to be set in stone. This is ridiculous. That's too much. He'd not like he gained that much time. Um, Cooper saw it coming. He said he saw it coming, of course. I'm sure that that made him happy because Cooper does have the points lead right now, which I hate to see. I'm not a Cooper fan. I just think he's a nerd and I don't really like him. Um, so he got docked seven points, which is really going to hurt his championship hopes. I really hope that Sexton does not lose the championship 
by seven points or like anywhere in there and Webb wins it, that'll be really stupid. But I guess the reason they probably docked seven points was because a similar thing happened to um, Marvin Musquin in the past, and that's what he was docked. So I'm guessing they're like, well, we docked him seven points. We got to dock Chase seven points. Um, so unfortunately, that's just the way it went this weekend. And again, I cannot be more upset for Aaron Plessinger. I, I mean, everybody wants to see that guy on the top box, but he just, I mean, it wasn't his, I mean, I guess it was his fault, but I mean, the 250 guys, um, that rut was not nearly as bad, the one that messed up Plessinger. Um, but, you know, by the time the 450 main event comes around, the track's even more ripped up. Um, and he just made a mistake. And unfortunately, it cost him a lot of points in the championship run. And it cost him his first 450 win, which just sucks to hear. Honestly, Let's talk about the press conference a little bit, at least the uh, 250 press conference. I thought it was really funny. Uh, one of the the, the um, announcers goes over, um, asks Deegan a question. He's like, uh, how do you feel about, you know, taking out your teammate um, in a heat race, you know, where points don't really matter? And Deegan is uh, chuckling and, and laughing the whole time. But he's like, you know, I want to win. And um, I don't care if it's a heat race or if it's a main event. I want to win. That's what I'm here to do. And I love to see it. You know, he's not, I don't think he's going to tell, you know, all the beef, like the true beef, but I'm sure there's more to it. And um, Hunter chimes in kind of like an older brother. And it's like, you know, I hear all over social media, everybody's like, we want, you know, rough racing, you know, like the nineties. Um, and as soon as that stuff happens, Everybody loses their mind and complains like, oh, Deegan shouldn't have done that. He's stupid. Like, why would you do that to your teammate? It's like, you guys don't know with the behind the scenes. You don't know how it goes down. And he has to stick up for himself. He has to demand the respect he deserves. I mean, he's a bad dude on a bike and, and he just has to show it. So super happy for Deegan, super happy for Hunter. Nate Thrasher, he's been he's been pretty consistent this season, so. If I had to guess, Hunter's going to win the championship. I mean, he's got the points lead. Um, let's see what the um, point standings are currently. Okay, so right now, 250 Supercross East Coast point standings, which is where Hunter and Deegan and Thrasher are in. Hunter Lawrence in first, of course, by a lot of points. He has 151 points. Uh, Nate Thrasher is in second with 116 points. And Deegan is right there with... 111 points jeremy martin with 109 points anstey with 104 and smith is back to 92 points so and uh deegan mentioned he's like i don't know um like smith is not really in the championship run so i don't know why you media guys are <laughs> labeling it like that is kind of what he said but he was like i don't know i think he's in like fifth i thought that was pretty funny um so that's the point standings for the east coast uh, West Coast standings right now are Jet Lawrence, of course, in first by 20 points over RJ Hampshire. Cameron McAdoo is in uh, third with 80 points. And Oldenburg, Levi Kitchen, uh, those guys, fourth and fifth. So for the 450 point standings, we got Cooper Webb in first with 225 points. Eli Tomac in second. Chase Sexton in third. And um, Tomac's right there. Sexton, Sexton, obviously, he's, he's still in this fight. Kenny with 182 points. 
overall coming off of Indianapolis, it was cold in Indianapolis. You know, we talked about that, but super, super fun weekend. But yeah, I think that I think that this has probably been the most exciting round so far. I'm really excited to see where this goes in the following rounds. You know, there's not too many rounds left. So I think we kind of know the 250 is probably going to be Hunter and Jet winning the respective uh, coast. But 450 is anybody's right now. I mean, out of Webb, Tomac, Sexton. I mean, Roxon's in fourth. I mean, I, he, I don't see him coming up to even third, but I would love to see that, obviously. Um, let me put in my prediction right now. I'm going to go with Sexton wins the championship. Tomac is second and Cooper in third. This is going to be a, a little bit of a shorter um, episode, but just kind of a super cross recap. And unfortunately, I talked about it in the first episode that I was going to be riding my first race of the season at um, Lincoln Trail Motorsports in Casey, Illinois. But unfortunately, they canceled practice on Saturday because it was too cold. It was like 30 degrees. So I decided it just wasn't worth me driving out there. It's a four hour trip one way. So a total of eight hours, hotel costs, food costs and all that stuff. So I figured it wasn't really worth it for one day of racing, which is only like four races for me. So I decided to stay home. Um, I hope I can ride. I hope I can get some more practice in this week. I need to get some new gear and some stuff, but, uh, need to do some bike work, you know, the basic stuff. I'll keep you guys updated on how my race season's going and what we got going on there. But overall, I'm just really excited to get on the bike. You know, I've been in the gym a lot this year. Um, going going on over a year of consistency in the gym for me. So um, that's a big step for me. Yeah. And I just really hope I can kind of get back to where I was before I had my major surgery. You know, I haven't really spent time on the bike at all since my surgery. You know, I've only ridden a handful of times and I've definitely slowed down a little bit in my speed. So, but you know, time on the bike, you, you get back pretty fast. Muscle memory. I mean, uh, just just got to get in shape. But riding shape is different than being in gym shape, you know. And the only way to really get in bike shape is to ride your bike. And I can't really do that right now. So I hope I can do that soon. And overall, thank you guys for listening. I know this was a short episode, a uh, solo dolo episode. So let me know what you think. Thank you guys so much. And thanks for listening to the Speed Junkies podcast. See you guys. <laughs>